Poetry, 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 poetry. Love it. It's a haiku. <laughs> the syllables were a little off, but that's fine. <laughs> um, okay, so so sorry. welcome. Hope you're in the mood for some poetry. I don't know who went first last time because we I haven't posted have. one in a long time. I don't even the well. We that have. is delicious. It is really good. <laughs> um, I don't remember what the score is or what's happening. Nope, I have no idea. So let's just go with it. I guess. Great. Yeah. Um, you can go first. Okay. My poems are really long. This is one poem. That's one poem. This is one. There are three diary entries. Okay, okay. Okay. I'm ready. So. God, guys, it's an entire page. <laughs> 1A. When I was a kid, I asked the big questions. Do you think there's someone else doing the exact same thing as me right now? Is there a little girl in China looking out at the same stars? Is he in Australia or Africa instead? Does the moon look the same there? If there are so many people in the world, what are the chances that I would exist? If there's so much time in the world, why was I born now? Who decided to make me, me? My parents always looked at me like I was crazy, but they always answered. There could be, but it's very unlikely. It's daytime in China. She couldn't be looking at the stars. It's daytime in Australia and Africa too. The moon looks the same everywhere. God knew that this was the right time for you. You were born so we could love you. Why are you you? You just are. Eventually, I stopped asking questions. I thought maybe if I did, life wouldn't feel so overwhelming. It's hard to go day by day asking questions about the very nature of existence. That's a hard life for a kid. Instead, I found small things to give each day meaning. Dear diary, today I found the most perfect dandelion ever to exist. I blew it away and the seeds drifted away in the wind so effortlessly, floating on air. I'd like to be like a dandelion. Dear Diary, I saw some tadpoles in the retention pond behind our house. A little pocket of earth filled with water in the last storm, and they're just swimming around in that little puddle. I watched them for an hour before Papa made me come inside. Dear Diary, my cat curled up on my lap today. She was warm and sleepy, and she let me scratch her ears. I couldn't move until she woke up and gave me permission. Small things give life meaning. I can't decide if accepting this means that I am an adult now and I should be proud, or if it means giving up on those questions and abandoning my inner child. Maybe I should ask again. Maybe time changes things. So, what makes me, me? My goodness. <clears throat> oh, that was long. It's... Please, I hope you don't want me to read these again, because I don't want to read no, these again. I won't. I won't. No, I won't. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> One B. I knew exactly what love looked like in seventh grade. Even though I hadn't met love yet, if love had wandered into my homeroom, I would have recognized him at first glance. Love wore a hemp necklace. I would have recognized her at first glance. Love wore a tight French braid. Love played acoustic guitar and knew all of my favorite Beatles songs. 
Love wasn't afraid to ride the bus with me. And I knew I just must be searching the wrong classroom, just must be checking the wrong hallway. She was there, I was sure of it, if only I could find him. But when Love finally showed up, she had a bowl cut. He wore the same clothes every day for a week. Love hated the bus. Love didn't know anything about the Beatles. Instead, every time I tried to kiss Love, our teeth got in the way. Love became the reason I lied to my parents. I'm going to Ben's house. Love had terrible rhythm on the dance floor, but made sure we never missed a slow song. Love waited by the phone because she knew if her father picked up, it'd be, hello? Hello? I guess they hung up. And Love grew, stretched like a trampoline. Love changed, Love disappeared, slowly, like baby teeth. Losing parts of me I thought I needed. Love vanished. Like an amateur magician, everyone could see the trap door but me. Like a flat tire, there were other places I had planned on going. But my plans didn't matter. Love stayed away for years. And when love finally reappeared, I barely recognized him. Ooh. Okay, so for context, y'all, love is capitalized, so it's a proper noun. So love a person. Love is a person. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a lot to dissect. There's a lot here. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. 1A, um, the first things that stick out to me are China. That reminds me of you because you live there. Um, I did not live in China. You were in China for like five straight months. Three <laughs> that months? not me. Two weeks. Why did I think you lived in China? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> well, there we are. China. Um, I have been to China, though. You were right on that. I like to be like a, I'd like to be like a dandelion. I like that line. Um, then the cat curls up on your lap. Mm-hmm. I see you. Um, I like the Dear Diary, Dear Diary. I don't know if you journal. I feel like you're a journaler. Or at least you you did it when you were younger. (laughs) You're a journaler. All right. B, one B. So the love is a pronoun. And the the her and him switch off. Like this person's talking by two people. Or maybe they're by. I don't know. Do your thing. (laughs) Um, But then Beatles songs, you know I don't really care for the Beatles. Sorry, guys. Um, I really like the line instead every time I tried to kiss love or teeth got in the way I like that this is Oops. okay I, I have a gut guess but I think the one thing that's keeping me from the gut guess is that in the first one you have three paragraphs or sentences that start with dear diary dear diary dear diary diary and i feel like you wouldn't if you read that you wouldn't have strayed from it you would have mimicked it obviously you wouldn't say dear diary but you would have done something and they're they're just they're very different so that's the only reason why you might not have written that one but i'm sticking with china cat and I think that you wrote 1A. I did. I did write 1A. Um, so 1A is called The Big Questions. And 1B is called When Love Arrives. And 1B um, is by two people. And I will explain. Okay. Later. So I was, I, I was a little right. Yes. There's a little bit of a twist to my poet this week. So... Um, just like a little bit. It's okay. not yeah. We're doing teamwork so. poems. Now. <laughs> <laughs> that that one when love arrives is oh, and it's also 
All of these are excerpts this week. Okay. So they're from much longer... How? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right. So, um, when love arrives, um, we will come back. Wow, I'm I'm so interested and excited. Okay. Okay. Your turn. Can I have a pen? Pen. A pen. Pen. I would like a pen. A pen. You're so, so short! Oh my god! I know! You chose the longest one's possible. <laughs> I chose the shortest one's possible. I just, I straight up wrote an entire page poem today, and Jackie is handing me something that is three lines! <laughs> Listen, I've had these done like a week ago. Uh, I really should have reviewed them. Let me just like reread this shit real quick. <laughs> oh my oh god. God, this wine is so good. No, We're I drinking, noticed. um, Riesling from a vast winery. Um, so it's a Columbia Valley t- 2018 Riesling. It's sweet and light, and it tastes what I think butterflies taste like. Yeah. Yeah. Don't eat butterflies. No, don't do that. But like, but if, if we the were feeling to, that butterflies give you were a flavor, this is it. This is it. Oh, that's good. That is good. That's so deep. Oh my wow. gosh! New poem. Okay. <laughs> Poem 1A. Okay. The pills crushed to snow, wrapped me in a hug, and took me home. Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> crushed to snow. Cocaine. No? <laughs> Cocaine's not in pill form. <laughs> Alright, well, never mind. <laughs> well, it's Clearly, Chrissy has cocaine. never done cocaine. Now I'm not sure what that, what that says about me. All right. Oh, 1B. The calm, cool face of the river asked me for a kiss. <laughs> I can't get over it. <laughs> <laughs> cocaine. Oh, man. Read him again. Okay. 1A. The pills crushed to snow, wrapped me in a hug, and took me home. 1B. The calm, cool face of the river asked me for a kiss. I'm gonna go with the... Shit, this is hard. They're so short. There's Sorry. nothing to go off The other ones are longer if it helps. <laughs> Two lines. Oh, man. Okay. So I don't get names for this one? No. Or any of... Do I, I gave you one name, I think. Only for 2A and 2B. Okay, yeah. Um, well, okay, so here's what I'm thinking, is that you like all that criminology stuff, and so mm-hmm. any kind of, like, opioid addiction, any kind of, anything that's, like, somebody crushing up prescription pills and taking them, I feel like you could go there on your own, but I also, you live by a river, so it could be that, um, but also... All good thoughts. I don't know what the also is. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say you wrote one B. I wrote one A. Oh, okay. I wrote the cocaine. That's not you cocaine. Wrote cocaine. <laughs> that one now is called no. <laughs> so I wrote one A. Um, I haven't thought of a good enough title for it yet. So that's okay. why I couldn't give it to you because it's untitled okay. for now. What's one B called? Suicide's note. She. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, all right. Anything extra you want to say about it? No, that one literally was just like one of those things where 
I liked how short and ominous the suicides note one was. It's like, ask me for a kiss, but like, no, like you're gonna drown yourself, oh. like to commit suicide. So I wanted to mimic the same. That's gonna be such a bad way to die. Yeah, it's apparently like one of the most painful ways. But I wanted to mimic the same like warm comfort of something bad for you. Yeah. Hashtag pills. Pills. If you or someone you know has addiction, please call a helpline. Yes. All right, you ready? Oh, ye pen. Oh, ready. Ah, sorry, I got that one wrong, so a little X. Okay. Okay, 2, 2A and 2B are on the same page, so. Oh, bless America. You're welcome. All right, <clears throat> 2A. <coughs> yes. My grandmother's mind was a ballroom. Inside were her memories, each one dressed for a celebration. The man there in the white blazer on the dance floor is the memory of her wedding day. He never stops dancing. That memory there in the long purple dress staring out the window the day my father left for college. The memory here, hunched over his food the day she got her first cavity filled. My grandmother's ballroom, always in motion. My grandmother used to tell me stories. Philip, remember the time you and I made strawberry jam? I pretend I don't so I can hear it again. Well, you were eight years old. Inside my grandmother's ballroom, a woman in a red gown, mistletoe eyebrows, clears her throat, carefully kisses fork to wine glass tells the story of a boy and his grandmother, how they picked out the reddest strawberries in the store, how they ate so much jam. They ate until it was summer again, each time the boy thinking, my Nama and I made this. <clears throat> to be. I like order. I think there's a box for each little thing. Everything has a place. These boxes can be simple, yellow things, sunflowers, post-it notes, canaries. The boxes can change. Things I hate to eat. Brussels sprouts, bananas, soup. Some boxes are just filled to the brim with more boxes. That one there is labeled friends, but inside you'll find hundreds of smaller boxes. Old friends, soccer friends, work friends. Friends who will stay for life. Friends who have faded away, lost. Some people might not like my system, but it gives me order. Once someone asked me, why do you always qualify things? I wasn't sure what she meant. Well, why does it have to be my friend from school? Why can't it just be friend? She couldn't see the system. My friend from school is still a friend. It's a filing system, see? I filed that conversation away under pointless questions. Tomorrow, I think I'll try to empty the box labeled things for the river leaves. Huh. <laughs> wow, these are both so like, unique. My mother's mind is a ballroom, genius. <laughs> Everything is in a box. Genius. <laughs> okay, thoughts. The first one. I don't know what Nama is. I don't know if you know what Nama is. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so none of that helps me. The second one, things I hate to eat, soup. Did you do that because I hate soup? I don't know. Maybe it's just a coincidence. <laughs> Things for the river leaves. And river leaves is capitalized. Oh, everything's capitalized. It's a label. Never mind. Oh, God. These are all so good. Okay. So the second one... No, I'm sorry. So 2A, the first one, is more storytelling, I guess. Like, this is what happened in my life. I can mm -hmm. see, like wedding 
then her kids were born, then her kids went to prom, now she has grandkids, like, there's a storyline. To mm-hmm. be is more abstract, mm-hmm. like, this is what I do. Here are examples. This happened to me once. It was dumb. <laughs> so none of this is helping. I'm hoping I get to a point as I continue talking. <laughs> I know which one I like better. I like the line, some boxes are filled to the brim with more boxes. I feel like that's my mind. <laughs> And then my grandmother's ballroom always in motion is good too because like when you're dancing you're always in motion and like her ballroom's her mind is always like turning the gears. Again, none of this is helpful to me. It's just what I'm seeing. Um, okay. I think that... I think that you wrote to be. I did. I like that one better. Oh, good. <laughs> I was like, I was worried you weren't going to tell me which one you liked better, and that was automatically going to mean you liked the other one better. <laughs> so this is the first half of a poem, actually. Um, 2A is called My Grandmother's Ballroom. Okay. Um, and it's actually, it's like the happier part. The second half is she gets cancer in oh. her brain and loses her memories. Oh. And then he has to start telling her the stories instead of him, her telling him the stories. Yeah. Oh my god. I know. <laughs> um, but it's very sweet. Um, so this was the last one I wrote today that I was like, I'm stuck. <laughs> no, I love this one. Okay, good. Did you name it like a box? Oh, it's just called boxes. Oh, nice. Um, and actually, my first poem and this poem are both based in truth. For you or for, for the... me? So for like 1A, the big questions. Yeah. I actually asked all of those questions. I um, really liked the, like the you formed the questions and then the questions were answered in the next stanza. Yeah, those were actual. I don't know if my parents actually answered them that way, but I made up answers. So it seemed those were very yeah. parent answers. Um, the tadpoles, I actually, that's a real memory is finding tadpoles in a, a little pocket um, oh. puddle in the retention pond. Um, the cat and the dandelion are not real memories, but. The tadpoles are real. And this one, that little anecdote, why do you always qualify things? Mm -hmm. Um, My friend from school, why can't it just be friend? That's a real story as well. Really? Yeah. Because I I always introduce people as like, this is my friend from work. This is my friend from um, Lake Highland. This is, you know. um, And actually it was Autumn Pandolfo. Really? Yeah. She was like, why do you always qualify your friends? And I was like, I don't know. I think it's just helps me keep them in order if I know where I met them. And then what if... Because then, then it gets rid of the question, where'd you guys meet? Right. Bitch, that's my Highland friend. We met in high school. Right. Exactly. All right. Two for Jackie. I liked that one. You're doing great. May I have the paint? No cheating. You looking ahead? Isn't it your turn? No, I just read that one. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so okay. sorry. Okay. What are we on? 2A. It's called April Rain Song. Let the rain kiss you. Let the rain beat upon your head with silver liquid drops. Let the rain sing you a lullaby. The rain makes still pools on the sidewalk. The rain makes running pools in the gutter. The rain plays a little sleep song on our roof at night. And I love the rain. (laughs) A sleep song. And I love the rain. And I love the rain. Rain is such a popular theme in poetry. That's good. Well, there's a reason. (laughs) All right. 2B is called balance. Just stop for one moment. Let yourself feel the energy of the earth beneath your feet. 
Let your feet stand firm against the ground. Stand firm against the echo of no. Stand firm despite the howling wind of fear. Stand firm for chromatic ambitions. Stand firm. Okay. A couple things I've noticed. 2A starts with let, let, let. Like let the rain, let the rain, let the rain. This one, poem 2B is just stop, let yourself, let your feet. So those, that's not parallel there. But the rain, the rain, the rain, stand firm, stand firm, stand firm. But then stand firm repeats and the rain does not. It's like a different. Those are facts of the poems. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, <clears throat> let yourself feel the energy of the earth. I like them both. <laughs> Can you do that again for me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, crap. Because part of me is like, it's been raining nonstop. So maybe you wrote the one about the rain. But then I feel like stand firm is more likely to be something that you would be like, adamant about bitch do it stand firm you know chromatic ambitions i also feel like you would use that i can't really see you saying sleep song but i feel like i could see you saying chromatic ambitions so i'm gonna guess to be you're correct hey chromatic ambitions that it just sounds like you yeah in Um, a good way okay chrissy on the board um Mine are kind of boring. I don't have any. None of mine are in truth. I wrote this because I was bored in Texas and I was not allowed to use a computer and I had to do these from my brain. I love it. Thanks. I'm proud of you. It was hard. <laughs> <laughs> no internet. Okay. All right. You ready for the last I'm, long one? <clears throat> I'm ready. Wow. This, the font is so small. I know. I wanted these to be on the same page. <laughs> I didn't want to waste more paper. <laughs> okay. 3A. So long. Why did I do this? Because they're amazing. (laughs) Okay. Goodbyes are never easy. Wish for rain so that your tears can hide behind something. Anything but the sadness you feel. Are you crying? No, it's raining. Because somewhere, someone, somewhere decided that crying shows weakness. Well, if tears are weakness, then God is weak. The sky cries, doesn't it? But it makes everything smell fresh. And when the clouds clear, there's nothing but green. God's tears make lime and olive. God's tears make forest. God's tears make life. So cry. Let the tears stream. Roll your windows down and make the wind change their tracks from eye to nose to eye to ear. Scream into the wind until you're hoarse. Then let it go. Smash your rearview mirror. Don't watch the road behind get longer. Just watch the one up front stretch out endlessly. Gravel and dirt and asphalt. Marvel at the green. Breathe in the fresh air after rain smell that you know is really just bacteria. Languish in the earth and give her your worries. Let your hand drift out the window and ride the air. Oh, this makes me want to, like, go roll on the grass. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Like, yes! Feel me, Mother Earth. All right. Mm. I forgot I have to read another one. Sorry. (laughs) That's it. That's it. (laughs) And goodbye. Okay. 3B. My grandfather was not a strong man, but he knew what it meant to build. In 1947, after he and my uncles returned from the Second World War, they opened up Union War Surplus Store. The store's slogan, from a battleship to a hunting knife, we have it or we'll get it. 
My grandfather was not a strong man, but he kept his word. The place was half store, half encyclopedia. Packed all the way to the basement with people that somebody somewhere else might forgot, forget about, but not here. Like Richard. Richard, who did not work there, but showed up every Sunday afternoon in his full military uniform. Never once bought a single thing, but once brought a little girl, held her hand, said this is what it smelled like when daddy was a hero. My grandfather was not a strong man, but he kept us safe. We walked together in the park one night, and a jagged man with more tattoos than skin walked up to my grandfather, said, hey old man, my mom took me to your store once when I was a kid, and you shook my hand like I was a man. I still remember that. They called my grandfather Cheerful Al with his big belly, bald head, long gray beard. Little kids would see him and go, oh, Santa Claus. Six years after Union Surplus Store opened its doors, my grandfather had a son, my dad. He is not a strong man, but he knows what it means to build. I know this one. It sounds really familiar. But maybe that's just because I, my poet last week, I don't know, I'm weird from <laughs> also wrote about World War II in this kind of style. So maybe I'm just having deja vu. Okay, things I notice. Okay. Um, you stumbled on your words more on the first one, but you also did it on the second one, so I'm throwing that out. Okay. I like the line, roll your windows down and make the wind change their tracks from eye to nose to eye to ear. I like that. Get it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the imagery of the God's tears make lime and olive and, you know, everything's green and it's, I just want to, you know, run naked in a forest. Um, and then also you just said that raining is very popular in poetry. So did you write it the raining or were you commenting because a poem you chose was also rain? And a thing I noticed, the main thing I noticed from 3B is that there's a little bit of repetition with my grandfather was not a strong man, but, mm -hmm. and then my grandfather was not a strong man, but my grandfather's not a strong man, but, and then he is not a strong man, but so there's that there. None of that helps. <laughs> So, <laughs> either way you're doing really good this week I had a feeling you would but so I think I know who your poet is actually I saw a TED talk a couple years ago but maybe maybe it's just the same story um Which one? This one was yours. I want to see which one had the repetition. Maybe you did the same thing. No, that was the one that I wrote. <laughs> um, okay. Um. <laughs> you want to do that again? <laughs> did have you? Okay. I can. Okay. If we're going like this is this is a difficult one. If we're going like. Broad. I can see writing about the topic of the first one more than the second one. And the first one has more style of yours. Like, you tend to do more like this, 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 and it loops all together in an ingenious sentence. But the second one's more like storytelling like the last one was. Well, I guess your first one was storytelling too, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, so fuck me, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm. Re 
Eeny, meeny, miny, mo, kitchen time by itself. Every dollars, let me go. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Did you write the first one? I did! my last day at work which is wild um so it's just been I've been thinking about goodbyes a lot and so that's where it started and okay. it kind of evolved um the actually the the line in Olive and Forest yeah. came from a poem I wrote months ago actually um where it was just a particularly like beautiful vibrant day of spring and I was like everything is green (laughs) and you filed away it's all green (laughs) and I wrote it down and I put it yeah um, and I put it in like a file that I use for my own personal poetry and Uh stuff Um, and I was like that fits here I'm gonna do that so um, I loved it do you want to know who my poet is or do you want to read your last one I'll read my last one okay Ping. I feel okay. Ping. Oh, I thought you said ping. I was like, what? Ping. ping. All right. Poem three a. Yeah. What happens to a dream deferred? Does it dry up like a raisin in the sun, or fester like a sore and then run? Does it stink like rotten meat, or crust and sugar over like a syrupy sweet? Maybe it just sags like a heavy load, or does it explode? <laughs> okay. Three b. Where have all the children gone? And where are all the gods? No. <laughs> I just want you to keep going. The, the first line of this one makes me think of a song. Okay. <laughs> where have all the children gone? Perhaps they're stacked somewhere on the ocean floor. Or still breathing, locked behind a door? Did they choke, grabbed and tossed? Or playing hide and seek, silently and forever lost? Maybe they were stolen by a hefty oaf of beard. Or have they simply disappeared? I think you wrote 3B. I did. Yeah! I figured you might get that one. I got that one mostly because a hefty oaf of beard sounds like you. Um, instead of like a bearded oaf. You know what I'm saying? Noted. Oaf of beard. <laughs> <laughs> and this one was a little bit longer, so. Yeah. Um, you tried harder for that that um, rhyme than load and explode. Oh yeah, I did. Beard and disappeared. It's a harder. Boom. It's more of a. Okay. <laughs> I got this inspiration. Yes. From, <laughs> um, I know another song-ish that starts with "Where have all the children gone?" It's like a spoken word song. It's like really weird and ominous. I love it. And. Here's my guilty pleasure. I saw an episode of Dance Moms. <laughs> and all the small children, they started off all on stage, they dancing to this spoken word, like, where have all the children gone? And they slowly walk away. And by the end, there's only one standing. And she's like, where the fuck are my friends? Oh, I know. That, I want to see it. Is it good? Yeah, I'll show it to you. Okay, let's watch it after this. Okay, great. Um, okay. All right, tell me about your poet. So my poet. Is two poets. Is a spoken word poet. Oh! That's why That's his why poems are so long. I and loved it. You definitely know who he is because he does TED Talks. Oh, I, I, I swore I did hear a TED Talk, but I thought that maybe the story was just the same. Yeah, I no. know who this is. Do you know his name? Um, isn't it like his last name's like May or 
K. Yes! <laughs> I know who it is. Yes. And he says it, says it with a girl. Yes. Yes. But he doesn't say that one with a girl. No, he says there's another one. The love, um, yes. when love arrives. Yes. Yes. Saw that one. That one's with a girl. Oh. Um, See, and that's actually... You, my memory's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so Phil K, um, I'll just read you... Oh, my last poems. Oh, yeah, what are they called? 3A was called Green and 3B was called Surplus. Three, oh, I'll, mine were, 3A was called Harlem, and 3B is called Gone. Ooh, Gone, Harlem. I love it. Okay. Um, so, Phil Kay is a Japanese-American artist. His work has been featured in settings ranging from the New Yorker to the Museum of Modern Art in New York City, and viewed millions of times online. Excuse me. He has performed his original poetry in 18 countries and was invited to open for His Holiness the Dalai Lama for the celebration of his 80th birthday. He is the co-director of Project Voice, an organization that partners with schools to bring poetry to the classroom. Phil is a National Poetry Slam finalist and the two-time recipient of the National College Poetry Slam Award for pushing the art forward, given for outstanding innovation in the art of performance poetry. A former teacher of weekly poetry workshops in maximum security prisons, Phil was the head coordinator of Space in Prisons for the Art and Space in Prisons for the Arts and Creative Expression. His book Date and Time was published in 2018 by Button Poetry. He also makes things for the screen. He is one half of Thanks Laura, where he serves as co-creator, writer, director, and actor. Distance, a series he helped write, produce, and act in, premiered at South by Southwest and was recommended by the New York Times. When not on the road, Phil spends his time watching movies, using 90s slang, and quietly wondering to himself what the dealio is. Yeah, what is the dealio? <laughs> what is the dealio, Phil? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember. I liked him. Yeah. So, um, when 1B is yeah. um, called When Love Arrives, so um, she, she says the bit like, even though I hadn't met love yet, if love had wandered into my homeroom, I would have recognized him at first glance. Love wore a hemp necklace. And he goes... Uh, he says, I would have recognized her at first glance. Love, would have, love wore a tight French braid. I and love it, that. And it trades off like between the two right. of them. And sometimes they say lines together and sometimes they don't. That's with um, Sarah Kay, spelled differently. So it's a different... Not the same yeah, family. Not the same family as far as I understand it. Sarah Kay is K-A-Y. Phil Kay is K-A-Y-E. Right. So, um, but... That's the one that made me pick him because I saw it on Facebook and I was like, this is so good. Nice. Good job. Um, and then when I like found the transcription of it, it was like five pages. And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> so, but all of his poetry is like that where even the spoken word, the shortest he has is like two minutes, which when typed out is a full page. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, um, all of them were excerpts this week. I would really encourage you to go to his website. They're all from, um, if you click on his poetry, um, tab, he's got like sample, like selected works and you can watch him perform all three of these. Oh, I do want to do that, yes. So, um, that's Phil K. Love. Also love that I didn't remember because then that would have been I'm really no glad fun. you didn't remember. That would have been no fun. But that's the closest we've come to actually guessing yeah, the other person's true. poet. Besides when we picked the same poet that one time. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Alright, my poet is called called? He has a name. Langston Hughes. You have what the? Are you kidding? No. Langston Hughes. Langston Hughes. Are you? You're not kidding. Langston Hughes. Do you see it right there? Oh my god! I did a whole freaking project on Langston Hughes. I was Hughes so when I was in nervous. I texted Solomon. I was like, I'm. Doing I was like, these all sound so familiar. Yep. I was like, I'm doing Langston Hughes. He was like, Oh. Yeah. I. Oh my gosh. Wow, thank goodness. You didn't let he's it. He's from on. Harlem, and he. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. I know Langston Hughes. Yeah, he's That's great, wild. isn't he? 
He is great. He's so, great. Tell for, me about him. Yeah, I will. So I'll pretend that you don't know about him. Okay. For all of y'all. For, he was first published in 1921 in The Crisis, which is the official magazine of the NAACP. Um, uh, one of his signature poems is called The Negro Speaks of Rivers. It was collected in his first book of poetry called The Wary Blues in 1926. Hughes' first and last published poems appeared in The Crisis, and more of his poems were published in The Crisis than in any other journal. His life and work were enormously influential during the Harlem Renaissance of the 1920s. In 1930, his first novel, Not Without Laughter, won the Harmon Gold Medal for Literature Award. Uh, Hughes stressed a racial consciousness and cultural nationalism devoid of self-hate. He was one of the few prominent black writers to champion racial consciousness as a source of inspiration for black artists. And he was elected to the National Institute of Arts and Letters. Y'all know who Langton Hughes is. He's you definitely cool. studied him in some type of English literature, poetry, language, arts, somewhere. He's cool. He's part yeah. of the, um, the Harlem Renaissance. Yes. Um, so... That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, so we both knew the other person's poet and didn't guess. Boom. That's fun. That's right. super fun. Fun. <laughs> I have my next poems done already. So. I'm very <laughs> I definitely do not. But I am now unemployed, so I can write them whenever I want. And I am soon to be unemployed. Oh, yeah. You haven't made that announcement yet, have Hi. you? Hi. I'm also quitting the same job that Chrissy quit. <laughs> 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 but I won't be moving to Orlando. I'll be staying in Tampa. Yeah. Um, we're both going back to school. So. Hey, hey. But don't you worry. We will continue doing this. Always. Bringing you are. Instead of therapy, it's this. Ooh. And this is cheaper than therapy. This is much cheaper than therapy. And it's more fun, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, we get to drink. Do you get to drink during therapy? No, my therapist says, ma'am, please put the margarita down. Yeah. This is therapy. And I go, you don't know me. And she goes, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a whole thing. <laughs> You don't know me. You don't know me. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's holding like a five-pound file of everything I've ever done. <laughs> oh, go to therapy, y'all. All right. Well, um, all right. I guess that's it, right? Yeah. What's the score? Um, well, you got I two, mean, and I got three. Okay. Which means I think you're ahead by like two now overall. Yeah. I surely have not checked. I haven't checked either. Because we are professional. New... Jingle. <laughs> okay. Um, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, not LinkedIn. Instagram. Instagram. And, um, and see you next time. Oh, and Patreon. Send us money on Patreon. <laughs> Be like bees. Be like bees. And, and that's it. Okay. We'll see you next week. Yeet. Yeah.